0: A Flavor Odyssey. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode. A New Year's Day episode, Randy, of Flavor Odyssey. Brought to you by Drew Estate. How do you feel about that?
1: I am super excited that (laughs) this is officially our first sponsored show at uh, Flavor Odyssey. We're very thankful and uh, appreciative of the partnership with Drew Estate excited to uh, see what fun that brings in the new year
0: Just excited and happy to be here (laughs) yeah so we're we're the uh, it's brand new um, uh, brand new sponsorship for us and that will uh, take shape more as as the year goes on so this is really just literally the first episode of the year because like we said it is Uh, happy uh, Merry New Year to everyone indeed and uh, hope you guys are all uh, having a good time didn't drink too much last night I didn't drink too much last night. I, <clears throat> I'm i a professional drinker, and <laughs> if I can
1: give a little uh, PSA real quick, actually, now that you mention it. since This uh, might be so a day late, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I am almost never hungover uh, because I take super B-complex pills and mm-hmm. drink Pedialyte uh, when I go out drinking. And that keeps me well hydrated and
0: keeps me from being hungover. I do the um, Alka-Seltzer. Before That's stupid. No, it works. It works. <laughs> it works amazing. alka are really? cold right before I go to bed. That's uh, my father-in-law's trick, right. and uh, he—that uh, was a piece of advice that he gave me, and I use it all the time. Always works. I mean, occasionally, you know, if you really—I tend to not really overdo it, you know, because I know. That doesn't surprise me. I know how I feel when I wake up when I really overdo it, because we're not twenty-one anymore. No, no, no. I often overdo it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me either. <laughs> So we balance each other well. so that's why this works. Episode O, as in... O-Face? O. Um, I was going to uh, go Othello and ask you about your uh, Shakespeare knowledge. Uh, wasn't that like a game similar to Backgammon? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. You, do you, you don't know Othello? We actually saw Othello on my birthday at uh, Cal Shake's. Have you ever gone to Cal Shake's?
1: Negative. Goes do you, right do you have
0: any idea what it is?
1: Uh, I have a general concept. I have been to the Asheville Shakespeare Festival in Oregon. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm familiar <coughs> with the general concept of Shakespeare. You know when you're festivals. driving into nobody
0: else that lives outside the Bay Area is going to care. So just <laughs> tune out for a second. Uh, you know when you're driving uh, towards the tunnel. Yeah. Like you're going from on uh, uh-huh. off to the side. Yeah. Just before the tunnel, where there's a parking lot and there's lights that kind of go back into the trees. Sure. That's where Cal Shakes is. Is that right? Yeah. It's an outdoor theater. It's really cool, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's. Uh, yeah. I should have come up with a better thing for O. Because you're not a Shakespeare guy. You're more John Wick. So. Than uh, letter O. Uh, <laughs> we will be smoking a cigar and drinking
1: a beer on this episode. Rob, can you tell us what those will be?
0: I am actually <laughs> going to have to take the band off of this thing here in a second. So, okay, the cigar that we're going with. Is from Oscar Valadaris, and it is the Superfly,
1: Superfly,
0: which was released at the IPCPR trade show this past July. Yes, in Las Vegas, Nevada, Randy, where the elite meet <laughs> to eat. Uh, this this thing has an amazing band on it. It's it's not huge, like it's it is huge. But nowadays, like bands are just getting out of control. Frankly, in mean, some companies, it's like seventeen bands on there and ribbons and and all kinds of stuff this band is, is did you show them the I did is there yeah, a yeah. Sexy I picture? did there's there's a photo but for the uh, for the podcast uh, group Randy I want to uh, try to describe uh. this for you it's uh, features a uh, sil or silver gold and purple and gold very uh very Lakers style and yeah. superfly is in kind of a superfly font <laughs> um, yeah you can you look it up you'll see it it does have a big a big band but purple doesn't really get a lot of play in the uh, cigar industry outside of the Opus X, Purple Rain, oh, which I've never actually seen in person. I hear it exists. Oh, I oh you I, have a I, box. Thank <laughs> <beg> you, <laughs> Randy has a box.
1: No, you know I I thought about buying one. They come in like these gorgeous uh, uh, coffins with like a clear acrylic uh, top. Mm. I was looking at one recently when we were in Miami. <coughs> And it is gorgeous. I, I, but, like, it's the type of thing, it costs so much money. But you'd never it, smoke it. You'd never smoke it. You, you need to buy, like, little lights that shine onto it and, like, properly display it. So I, I, I chose not to I can't tell you
0: it. why I know this, but I, I know where you can get lights that will work for that. You can get them on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks. <laughs> was, actually, that was in my stocking this year. It was a Christmas gift in my stocking that I'd asked for. Little, little lights to shine on a cigar? No. No, lights for a display case. Oh. Yeah. What are you displaying? I have a collection of uh, high-end action figures, Randy. Is that night. right? I do. Yeah. And, and you know what? I uh, have an Instagram handle that I, I do a lot of photography on that. Feel free to follow it at Rogue, R-O-G-U-E. Thank you for this, Randy. Ah. Leader. 22 Rogue Leader like uh, Star Wars when Rogue Luke was. Was um, that rogue with Captain squad, Kirk? Right? Yeah, thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron always chimes in with his freaking. Anyway, let's talk about the cigar. Rogue Leader 22. It is a great. It is a great follow. I, I, I do
1: love your photography.
0: I do I'm have a fan fun. You know the uh, I have a few ET figures. Yeah. And those seem to get the most love. Is that right? When I post those, yeah, everybody seems to enjoy those. Anywho, uh, we'll move on. (coughs) So we're smoking the uh, Oscar Valadera Superfly. And, Randy, we are pairing that with a beer from Deschutes, which we learned a couple weeks ago is not in Portland. This is their Obsidian Stout. Uh, Randy, tell us a little bit about that. So the Obsidian Stout is an
1: American stout. It comes in at 6.4% ABV. Uh, An American stout... You can pretty much always guess Anytime that something is American It's a riff off of a more traditional style From, uh, in this case, Ireland Um, It's often either English or Irish And to American style it Would be to amp up the hops And boost the alcohol a little bit So this is going to be Have that dark roasted uh, stout characteristic That an Irish stout would bring you with a little bit more hot bitterness, a little bit more hot flavor, and a little bit higher ABV,
0: mm. I don't get a lot of hoppiness out of this at all. No, no, it's the uh, bitterness. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a, I get a little bit of the hot bitterness, but I, I almost attribute it to more of like a coffee bitterness. Yeah, yeah, I can Isn't see there? that. Uh, so Definitely we'll get into that. Character. We'll get into that a little bit more. Let's uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about this uh here. Like I said, Oscar Valadares, who. Oscar's mainly known by, for the leaf by Oscar Right. I think 150% of you Have smoked or at least seen the cigar It's the one that's got the Extra leaf of tobacco that's wrapped around it mm. As the um, But you don't actually point. smoke that right That's just what well, it looks You're not supposed to Yeah. You're not supposed to smoke the cedar on there but that doesn't stop people You're not supposed to smoke the band that doesn't stop people So weird I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean if you want to smoke paper And like a really bitter leaf of tobacco <laughs> go ahead Like That's, that's cool <laughs> To each his own Indeed. <laughs> um, that, is, uh, that was a shop exclusive originally for uh, Island Jim. You know Island Jim? Leaf and Bean, his shop out there in, yep. in Philadelphia. Yep. Never actually been to his shop. Uh, but I have had a chance to hang out with uh, Island Jim quite a bit uh, down in Nicaragua. And actually, when we were in uh, Denver two years ago for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, this is when I was with uh, Mambacho, uh, Island Jim was hanging out with us. And we were at a shop... And for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what the name of the shop was. Very cool shop. But we were all hanging out there having a cup of coffee. It was early in the day and just having a cigar. And these two guys came in. And one of them had the Leaf by Oscar in his hand. And he sits right down right next to Jim. And that's Jim's cigar. Yeah. And, uh, and Jim was like, oh, man, what is it that you're smoking there? And, and like, just totally kind of played off. And, and this guy was he, – uh, he's a younger guy. I think I may have called him a kid earlier. He's not a kid. He was in his mid-20s. But really anybody in their 30s to me is a kid. Crazy crazy kids and your rock and roll music so he's he, try, he starts explaining the cigar to jim and it's nice. jim's cigar nice and so jim asks him are you supposed to smoke it with that thing on the outside blah 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 he's like man that thing's ugly blah blah saying all this stuff and he's like i'm sorry i'm just giving you a hard time that's actually my cigar and then they took selfies together it was it was actually funny. kind of, it was a pretty cool moment i've seen that guy in interviews he seems a little wayward <laughs> That's, that's a good you know, he uh, he just he likes what he likes and uh He reminds me of Gary Busey. Oh no, Gary Busey on sedatives maybe. <laughs> yeah okay. like okay. a little like he's he's a lot of fun to hang out with. His cigars are great. And actually uh Oscar makes the Island Gym cigar as well. Okay. Just kind of keeping it all full circle here for you guys. Where are these produced? At Oscar Valderas Tobacco and Company. Their own factory in Honduras. We'll get there, Randy. You're you're getting ahead of the uh, getting ahead of the game. (laughs) So the Superfly is available in three sizes. We're smoking the Super Corona, which is five and a quarter by fifty-four. I beg your pardon, forty-five. I am a little bit dyslexic. We've talked about this. It happens, and maybe I'm not dyslexic. I just don't pay attention. Uh, I think it might be that might be both. Yeah, it's true. There is, <laughs> there is yeah. also a Super Toro, Randy, that's 6 by 54, and a Gordo, 6.5 by 60. That's a big old smoke. It's not party. a Super Gordo? No, it's just a Gordo. Okay. The others are super. The Gordo is apparently not. Okay. It's, it's not a Super, it's a pedestrian Gordo. The uh, rapper San Andreas, Mexican San Andreas, mm-hmm. Binders Honduras, Filler Honduras, Nicaragua, and the Dominican Republic. Randy, this is the first time Oscar has used Dominican tobacco in any blends that's coming out of, uh, of his factory.
1: So is this another one like we've talked about that uh, literally tells you nothing about the uh, genetics of the plant, just the origin?
0: Correct. Yeah. Except for the wrapper. Right. And you know, to be honest, there's a longer topic there. Yeah. And there've I've been on both sides of that discussion where you're like, we want to know but at the same time, on the other side, maybe there's reasons to not share all that information when you start talking about substantial equivalents and things of that nature, uh, maybe the more information you give, uh, and that might be antiquated. But uh, at the time that was, although when I was with Mombacho, we, uh, you go back and look at the website. I haven't looked at it in a while, but it was very, very specific. Every, uh, with every leaf that was used.
1: Yeah. I've seen the interviews from, um, you know, someone that's on your Mount Rushmore twice that, well, it kind of indicated, uh, the way I read what he was saying was that, that, kind of started with a um, proprietary uh blend f- you know fear of someone stealing your sure. recipe yeah. and he, and he was joking that i could tell you exactly what type of tobacco grown in what region and maybe even what priming and you're still not ever going to be able to replicate exactly how i yeah i made that cigar and so that, that sounds it's, it's like a dion kinda, that sounds like dion yeah, that was, that. Pete. was
0: it was really i could hear both of them saying that actually yeah, yeah and i could hear the bulk of of you could even like a like a chef would say that we can all, sure you could all work with the exact same ingredients beer same thing i was about to and say and yeah, it's I all it's all in how you treat it and you know the the end product could have the exact same stuff exact same percentages and all of that right and it's still going to be different yep it's still going to be different yep Depending on the factory that it comes out of, and, and blah blah blah. So that's one thing that's great, I think, about uh, about cigars in general, yeah. <coughs> and you know, different handmade products and things that we mm-hmm. um, we tend to enjoy. I just love the fact that you can have just a couple of different ingredients and come up with so many different things. Absolutely, you know, Ooh, the limitless, yeah. nearly possibilities of, of flavor delivery. Indeed. So, a little more background on Oscar. Excuse me. So, uh, a couple other cigars. The 2012 is another brand that comes out uh, of his factory. That references when he started his factory. We'll get into that in a minute. Leaf by Oscar. There's the the Oscar series is another one. He has one, Randy. I hadn't seen this before, but it's the Cicerone edition. What, what, what? But it's spelled different. Isn't that spelled different? This one here? Can you see that far?
1: Yes, it is spelled different. Yeah.
0: There's the Alter-Q, which I've, I've never heard of the Alter-Q. I don't know that one. And this year, the Superfly came out along with Wild Hunter, which had like a camouflage hunting thing going on. Oh, I missed that, that one. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't that, seen that, one. that one either. I've heard it's good, though. Yeah. It did get a very good review, uh, a couple of very good reviews that I've seen. But that was also released at IPCBR this past year. Uh, so Yeah, I
1: don't remember who gave us uh, these samples. You and I both came back from Las Vegas with one of these bad boys. And I remember thinking immediately that I like the bright, vivid. I agree it is a little bit uh, Lakers-ish. But, um, but I like the big bright purple. I thought it was a fun band. Um, I was actually pretty surprised that when I started seeing on social media, some buzz around it, you know, uh, calling it out as a,
0: a very good cigar. Um, you want to get into that? We both, uh, I think we had similar reactions when we... We first fired the cigar up. Let's get into that a little yeah, bit. Go for it. So okay, I'll do it. I'll go first then.
1: Oh <laughs> please
0: do. <laughs> fired this thing up and the first puff, it, it's one of those where you kind of wow, you kinda of look back at it, and then the second puff was holy crap, there is a ton of chocolate coming out of this cigar. Yeah. It was almost like a syrupy Hershey's syrup that you put too much in the chocolate milk, you know, like you used to do back in the day when you were a kid. And, or did you? Or you're the? I was quick, more of a quick. You're the guy, powder yeah, 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 yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, I always like the Hershey syrup because you could. Just I've used it. So I've used it. it. I like it on ice cream too. Do you ever have the ice cream that would like shell? You put yes, it on your ice yes, cream, and it would get. Yes, That was exactly it. Would what we it would used. solidify? Mm-hmm. Very cool. That was my favorite. Anyway, so ton of chocolate coming out mm-hmm. of it. A ton of flavor coming out of it. Really, to begin with, there was some yeah. espresso notes in there. Mm-hmm. A little bit of an earthy spice. Not a lot of spice. Just an earthy black pepper kind of there on the retro just to kind of settle down the sweetness. It was very, very sweet. Yeah. Right off the bat. Midway, the flavors have kind of settled down a bit. Yeah. It's still a very good cigar. It's not quite as, in fact, I'm actually glad they did. Excuse me, because if it didn't, I think it would have just been too much chocolate the whole (laughs) way through. Eventually, you just get kind of tired of it, you know? Mm. But it's a more of an earthy character has come up. There's still that uh, espresso note in there, and the pepper has kind of uh, mellowed out halfway through. But so far, so good. They list it as uh, the strongest cigar that they've ever made.
1: Is that right? I,
0: it's definitely full body. I don't know if I'm going to go full strength on it. Maybe if... I don't know. I think people confuse fl- strength and flavors. So. I was about to
1: say, well, you, you think maybe because we we've talked in this show about uh we use strength very specifically as nicotine strength Mm. um you and i've always agreed on that but you do see um kind of a different uh kind of definition out there sometimes is i'm with you it's it's full flavored it's full bodied um so it's 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 a you know very impactful on the palate but yeah i get virtually zero nicotine
0: brush or buzz uh, so far. A little under halfway through it. I'll tell you what, this is the only one of these that I have and I could easily see myself picking up a five pack. Yeah. I don't know, what is the price point on these? Probably about ten bucks. I don't know if I had that info pulled up. Maybe I do. Talk amongst yourselves here for a second. It is 20 count boxes. Yeah, the uh, Corona is nine bucks. 1050 and 1150 for the uh, other two sizes. Box of 20 for a buck 80. I don't know if I'd go for a full box of them, yeah. but I could see picking up a five pack and then for sure. working my way through it. Because sometimes I I do find myself where I want like a I kind of want some a chocolaty yeah. cigar and I don't I want oh, that'll be one of those times where I'm standing at my humidor like an idiot because I don't know what I want to try and this might be a nice one to have on hand to uh, to have for that particular chocolatey flavor yeah but like you said it's a very sweet
1: chocolate what I'm, I'm more used to when i talk about chocolatey cigars that i smoke with frequency it's more that like rich chocolate mm. uh this definitely has like a sweeter character more of a to milk it. chocolate
0: yeah yeah not a, not like a dark chocolate or anything no. like that although it is kind of transitioning towards that the chocolate note is still there but it's nowhere near as sweet uh in in the midway point just a little background on oscar and then we can move into the beer here uh, he worked with Rocky Patel for nine years, about nine years, right? before uh, he started his factory with uh, Hector Valderas, I believe Hector is his brother, and uh, Byron Duarte, and I'm not sure, Byron worked with uh, the Oliva, uh, General Cigars and Oliva for about 20 years, so mm-hmm. this seems like a brand that's relatively new, but these guys, like most of the guys who come up with relatively new brands, are steeped in the industry, they've yep. been here for a while, 2011 was really when Oscar started his first factory. Super small. 2012, he started doing the Leaf by Oscar for Island Gym. Uh, 2014, they moved into uh, a new... Uh, I beg your pardon. 2016, moved into a new factory that was a former Oliva factory. So it's It's a big one, 2,500 square feet. And now they're just pumping out pumping out cigars. Over 1,000 stores in the U.S. And this is all from their website. So I don't know how up-to-date this is. But... Um, oh, pop the mic there. I beg your pardon. Uh, over 1,000 stores in the U.S., Germany, Denmark, Sweden, Holland, Belgium, Slovenia, Saint Martin, Aruba. Ooh, let's go to Aruba. Aruba, Jamaica. No, don't do that. Uh, and <laughs> Venezuela. So it's it's uh, this is international cigar, and Oscar I think is one of those brands that's probably a little bit bigger than we all give them credit for.
1: I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like they somehow hit a stride of getting into almost mainstream.
0: Yeah, well, it was it was the it was the Leaf by Oscar. That right, was that right. was what did it cuz people love that cigar. It's super affordable. It's gimmicky. It's a total gimmick. But there's there's gimmicky cigars that suck and there's gimmicky cigars that are pretty good to smoke. And that one I think is is good in, is good enough for people to keep coming back to it even though it's just gimmicky. I mean, people still buy that by the box. I'm I'm not a huge huge fan of it, but there's different versions now. There's the I think there's a it started out as just a Habano version, I think, but now there's all different ones. Yep. And it's expanded to the point where it's kind of it's a beast of its own.
1: You know, it's funny. Uh, I was just watching a, a friend of our show uh, recently, Bear Duplissy, mm. uh, Elosu Fumar, mm-hmm. um, had Pete on him and brought up the term gimmicky. Mm. Uh, they were talking about monster series, and it went a different path because with Pete, you could argue... Well, a gimmick wouldn't last 15 years, uh, the Sure <laughs> <way> the Monster <laughs> Series has, um, which I totally agree with. But it, it is interesting because you hear the term gimmicky, and there, there are some cigars out there that, I mean, are practically eye rolls for us, and I won't name anybody. <laughs> but um, but it, it, it is interesting of what's a marketing technique and what's a gimmick. Um, hmm. That's fair. And, and I'll tell you, the Leaf by Oscar, I was so perplexed by it originally because I didn't understand what the draw was because it, it was kind of a mainstream. You hear about it the way you would hear about uh, Rocky Patel. Um, it's, you know, in every common uh, humidor, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff we smoke are uh, much more, like you got to be kind of in the uh, tobacco, premium tobacco world to really have some of these brands on your radar um where that leaf by oscar seems like you might find it in just like a a bevmo yeah. you know humidor and so i really didn't understand what it was until i finally had one in my hand i was like so it's just got an outer it's just wrapped in a, in an outer leaf that you don't even smoke um so i don't know i i, I think it's kind of interesting there's an allure of something unique and different about it i don't know if that makes it a gimmick but um I mean,
0: shoot it's worked for them yeah i i don't know i i define at least right now a gimmick is something that like you can get anybody to buy just about any cigar once sure and if you throw something else at it like there was uh like general a few years ago with the foundry stuff had different cogs and things that were on the oh yeah, i've got one of those i know uh, yeah, no, I I yeah, I, there was a couple of different versions and they opened up different humidors and stuff. Like I don't know if that's cool or if that's a the total gimmick. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's hard it's hard to tell. This to me was is is a gimmick that's going to get somebody who doesn't buy cigars to buy it at least right. once. Right. But it also got people who do smoke cigars to buy it at least once and apparently they liked it cuz they keep buying it. So right. once it works, I guess it's not really a gimmick anymore. It's just a genius move.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if, if it makes you just stand out and get someone to give it a try, get that sample opportunity, and it's a really quality product, then, yeah, I'd say it's not a gimmick. It w- worked for you. Yeah. Now, if you're just buying it for that and there's really nothing else that you'd say about it other than, oh, it had this cool cog wrapped around it, <laughs> um, then, you know, that probably doesn't isn't going to show the longevity yeah. of uh, quality line
0: of products. Anyway, that was... Probably too long for that topic, but we'll <laughs> move on. So yeah, so I mean, so far for me, we're about halfway through. Cigars working really, really well. Randy, the beer we've we've covered it. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, the brewery at all? I mean, Deschutes is kind of a big deal. They've been around for a while.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you not want to <laughs> talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, no. Deschutes about? is like, been around since 1988. Yeah, Deschutes is uh, one of those pioneering uh, kind of founders. Uh, breweries um you know i think they go on the list with sierra nevada Mm. and uh some of those like original craft breweries when we still called it micro um and uh, actually they the very first ipa i ever drank in my life was a deschutes quail springs Mm. uh, which doesn't even exist anymore um you know what that makes you Oh geez, am I old like you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Deschutes <laughs> is a fantastic brewery out of Bend, Oregon. Um, they go with the um, you know back then again look at Sierra Nevada. Uh, they everything is named after local um, local landmarks, iconic landmarks. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Thank you. So Deschutes River uh, runs right behind the brewery. Uh, Obsidian Mountain is what uh, this stout is named after. Uh, famous ski mountain. Um the but black the Black Butte Porter. The Black Butte Porter is another one. But the uh but the beer is um I'd say medium plus to full bodied. Mm. Um it's got uh, uh distinct uh kind of almost charred black roasted uh character. Coffee comes through, there's no coffee additions but definitely has coffee notes to it. Um He's one of the kind of bolder, stronger flavored uh, American stouts. Considering it's only six point four percent alcohol. Is it really? Yeah, it's uh, it, it drinks huh. like a kind of bigger, heavier. It really beer. does. I, yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah,
0: I would have. Yeah, I would have lost that bet. Yeah, I would have said at least eight percent.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, this one, you know, when you read, uh, it, it is a classic example of American stouts, um, but it's probably the least um, quaffable American stouts. Are you not familiar with the term quaffable? <laughs> <laughs> I got My that stunned la- silence. I got uh, that gave, look gave like, ra- Randy, did you make that word up?" Let's expound upon uh, that. <laughs> uh easy drinking, quaffable. Co- to quaff a beverage is to quaffable. Pound it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's an opportunity there.
1: So the uh so the body of of the uh beer is uh, is I'll, I'll say full-bodied. Mm. And, um, and, and again, full flavor. You get a lot of impact from those darker roasted malts. Um, you know, there there's some uh, caramel malt complexity, but that's very secondary to those more roast characters uh, from the darker malts. So intensity-wise, I mean, we've already described the cigar as full-bodied and uh, full-flavored. So I think we're we're doing really well on intensity with this pairing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And uh, this is a beer that I've had you know, several times. They've got, I beg your pardon. They've got, uh, <coughs> this is one of their core lines, I guess you'd say. I don't know if we use that term in the beer world. Sure. Yeah, why not? What the hell? Okay. And I was actually, I've been looking for it for the last, I don't know, I guess week since we have decided this is the beer we we're going to use. And the only way I was seeing it was in their, their big mix packs. Mm-hmm. You know, they do the mix 12 pack or whatever it is. Right. And usually with those you get like, two of, of a few different things than one special beer maybe sometimes right i didn't want to go with the full mixed pack i was just, you know like i liked this beer i wanted to have a six pack of it and i did actually end up finding it it was out of stock in most places yeah so i don't know if that's i don't know what that means but it's uh, it's definitely you can find it in six packs still in bottles i don't they don't really can anything do they uh, they do have a line in cans this beer isn't in cans oh they do mm-hmm.
1: interesting Interesting. You know yeah, everything. Yeah, they um, Deschutes had kind of a resurgence uh, with uh, a beer called Fresh Squeezed, mm, that mm-hmm. was uh, very very hoppy, and um, that's now developed into its own line extension with having a um, you'd uh, like they have a the uh, tall boys. They do have they do have the nineteen point twos, but they have a, their new release this year is a, um, a low ABV what we used to call session IPAs um, called Little Squeezy. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah, I figured I, I figured like that, that that would work for you. That's cute. Uh, so they've got a fresh haze, uh, oh. hazy version, and then a the little squeezy, um, and that is L I L. By the way, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, That's fantastic. So so that was kind of a rebirth. You know, their um, their core beer uh, was always a, a pale ale. Again, coming out in the late '80s, yeah. that was that was the that deal. was where craft was growing, and so Mirror um, Pond Pale Ale kind of put them on the map. But that that Black Butte um, was yeah, in the core dark beer you would find at least on the west coast for yeah. uh for the better part of the late nineties early thousands but um but with that fresh squeeze they had a resurgence um they've gone through a rebranding in the last two years, yeah, these bottles um, look different, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. the uh this little character they like
0: the wolves the devil wolves on the yeah. front here, yeah, and there's <laughs> somebody at the end, like the mouth of the cave down there, oh yeah there is this this has a very uh lord of the rings feel to
1: it <laughs> uh but it's a great beer and uh again deschutes uh it's one of those founder brands yeah. but uh absolute quality consistency um i love deschutes beer myself
0: that was what i was gonna say is like the quality and the consistency of these like you can i, I pick them up i usually go through a couple of six packs a year this is the perfect time of year for stouts for me yeah, of course and it is very quaffable Absolutely. That's, I'm going to work that into the vernacular. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, so, yeah, so I think the, the intensity, <clears throat> right on point. Yeah. For me, the flavor hook really kind of is that coffee. Mm-hmm. And you could even be a little bit more generic and say there's there is definitely a sweetness in the beer, there's a sweetness in the cigar, and that sweetness ties it in as well. So maybe even like a mocha kind of mm-hmm. flavor that I'm getting from, from oh, both God. sides that, that uh, really works nicely. This, I'd say this pairing, it feels very linear mm. to me, and I don't know if that's kind of a silly way to describe it, but it just it just seems so straightforward. Yeah. And I was a little bit concerned because I'd never smoked the cigar, and I read a few reviews, and I thought, oh, maybe we might be blowing this beer out with the cigar, but I didn't remember that this beer was so strong. I hadn't had any of it this year. It's so strong in flavor, uh, and... um. Uh, body. Body, thank you. That's yep. the word. I, it was gone. I was never going to find that word. And you know what it is? There's... So, you guys have probably noticed. I keep glancing up in this direction. There's a box of Cheez-Its up there, <laughs> Randy. And uh, I... Here's, here's a bit of a confession moment. I could eat that whole <laughs> box. It's a brand new box. I could just... That's why I don't have them in the house. Because uh-huh. I, I can't... I can't close them back up. That's. I just... They're just... Cheeses are my favorite. Oh, just, they They are are just. Cheeses and pretzels are probably 1A, 1B. You know, I I was having this conversation because I bring up stupid topics with my wife sometimes. (laughs) Like the greatest. (laughs) Like you do on the show. Absolutely. (laughs) Like the greatest (laughs) snack food of all time. What do you guys think is the greatest snack food? Now, personally for me, and this is, I think this is too specific. I think chips would be a snack food. But Doritos, old school nacho cheese Doritos to me are the best but if i had to go with like if i'm not going to a specific thing cheese it's pretzels too yeah this is that's why i keep looking up there i'm distracted by i don't know what's happening i distracted by the box of cheese it's there's a big sexy picture of a cheese with those big pieces of salt on there mm. Yeah, so I, I definitely
1: agree that there is a good flavor hook between I was the, uh, buying you time. You,
0: I don't, you went under the table. I don't know what happened. In,
1: in, in 15 episodes, was this is the con- first time <laughs> I've actually had to take the headphones off and
0: reach down. Did um, you drop your cigar? I did. That's <laughs>
1: unfortunate. Might be the first time in three years
0: that I've just dropped a cigar out of my hand. Have, well, we've all dropped cigars. 150% of us have. <laughs> Everybody has. Now, have you ever put the cigar in your mouth backwards? I have not. So that the Kramer. No,
1: thankfully I have not. I've, uh, a couple times I've tried
0: to light it before cutting it, um, but that's, a, that's... I feel a like we've had this exact same conversation, because like, that's some, there's one specific cigar manufacturer who says that's the only way to do it. Oh, that's right. I And and that's, and he does a closed foot on most of his cigars, and that's why. So you, when you light it and then you cut it, and you get that blast of flavor from the wrapper. I don't know if I buy it, but... Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean... Maybe. Anyway, I have done the cigar in the mouth backwards one time. Oh
1: really? Yeah. Did you actually burn yourself or did you catch it pretty I, quick? I, I uh
0: I don't think I burned myself, but it was on a the Cigar Federation Cigar Safari trip. I was kind of holding court with the whole group. I was in the middle of talking, so everyone was looking at me <laughs> and I just put it and, and then I s sp- and then it was like I I couldn't live it down from from that point on out. And now all you guys know that uh, I've done it. Don't let him live it down. 150% of you have not done that. But it does happen. (laughs) I I was lucky. I didn't really burn myself. Maybe at the tip of my tongue a tiny bit, but that could get nasty if if it didn't taste good. Unpleasant. Yeah, indeed. So, I think that that flavor hook, coffee, mocha, chocolate in there, works for me. What do you think?
1: No, I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, you you mentioned sweetness of, of the beer and Uh, maybe I overlooked saying that out loud, but when I talk about uh, the body, there's, anytime you got full body, there's residual sweetness there. Whether you're picking it up as a sweet note or not, uh, depends on the balance of the beer. But I think this does have some sweetness in the beer um, that's holding uh, a nice parallel with with a cigar. I think you're right. I think it it is linear. It's kind of a, a seamless transition from the beer to the cigar. It's the smoke version and the liquid version of very, very similar
0: flavors. Um, I think pairing works perfectly. Yep. Um, I'm going to go thumbs up, Randy. What do you think? I'm going to go thumbs up as well. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> that's, I think that's like three episodes in a row. Where, I, I where think it might be
1: two. Uh, it's,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's several where we've, uh, we've, ha- we've come up with some nice pairings. This, Oh yes. this to me, is, it is two episodes in a row where we got the timing right right <coughs> Again, all things it's, it's a work in progress <laughs> this is new I, I, I carrying Randy through these shows sometimes <laughs> is really difficult <laughs> so I can only focus on so many things Yes. Uh, totally, totally kidding um, yeah this I feel like this beer and I've, I feel like I've said this a couple of times this beer could pair with a ton of different cigars sure because it's, it's a very classic representation of that particular style and stouts you think are going to pair for the most part pretty well. When you get into different flavor additives and things like that, it gets, it can get squirrely. Sure. But this to me, I'm getting a ton of notes that I would get out of a lot of different cigars in this yeah. chocolate, coffee, earth. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, it might not be the most exciting pairing right. with some cigars, but it's going to work.
1: Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily uh, drawing great, uh, Attention to one specific flavor in the cigar you might not have picked up otherwise. Um, it is very just kind of simply seamless. Yeah. Um, but you know, to your point, you know, on paper we've talked about this on, it on shows. It doesn't always work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That we we think on paper like oh this should work great, and then one overpowers the other. The the body isn't there. It's too much. Um, I think this being. Uh, you know, six four in the world of craft is a pretty moderate um, ABV, and keeps the beer uh, well within range of, of the cigar, not getting run over by the sweetness of the of the liquid.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I'm totally on board. I think it's doing a nice job of elevating both of them. Yeah. I think the beer is elevated a bit by the cigar, and vice versa. I wonder if the cigar on its own because I'm really enjoying it yeah. and I wonder if the cigar on its own would be quite as enjoyable maybe it's more so I, d- I don't know mm. but to me it feels like they're both elevated pretty nicely because it's a very enjoyable cigar very enjoyable beer very enjoyable pairing I will be picking up another fiber of these because this is uh, I like this size too yeah it's a good <coughs> 50 minute 55 minute cigar something like that that and I smoke slow but anyway so yeah there we go back to back uh back to back to back thumbs ups I think yeah, I think it's three in a row. Might be four. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So we've got episode P.
1: P. Ah, yes.
0: And so I think moving forward, we're going to start announcing the pairings at the. And I just thought of this now. We'll announce the pairings at the end of the show. Since we've actually we, yeah, uh, since it's all it's up on the website. Yep. Yeah, check P, out the website. Published.
1: P. <laughs> P. <laughs> published. Uh, yeah, check out CigarDojo.com. We have. Um, uh, at least a few shows, we're going to continue to work to uh, push that forward and have those pairings um, out with more than enough time uh, for people to go out and hunt them down. Um, I've got a couple of folks that have reached out to me on multiple shows that uh, aren't necessarily able to find. Uh, Deschutes, for instance, isn't um, distributed in New York. Uh, so I would uh, do some hunting for some uh, reasonable... Um, Substitutions for uh, those folks that would like to follow along uh, while watching the show. So we'll keep pushing forward to make sure that everyone has a chance to get their hands on both the cigar and at least a reasonable backup representation of the beer. And uh, and then we also are archiving uh, the ratings of our thumbs up and thumbs down on previous episodes. So you can have a quick cheat sheet on figuring out what might, might make a good pairing uh, that you're trying to put together.
0: Yeah, and it's all beautifully uh displayed on the website. Thank you, Jordan, for doing that. Indeed. And I know for we know the cigar for P, right? I don't yes. know if I know
1: the beer though.
0: We can announce the cigar, what the hell?
1: Yeah, it it's the Pappy Van Winkle family reserve. Nice. Made by our new show sponsor, Drew Estate. <laughs>
0: that was actually decided before we, we came up with the sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worked out really well. Yeah, it's uh, that will and actually we've done quite a few uh, cigars from Drew Estate because mm-hmm. they just make great stuff. But you know. I can't remember what the beer was if
1: we had one picked. Oh, uh, yes, it's uh P is going to stand for porter. Mm. I know we had decided on Porter. I but don't we, recall which Porter we, if had. we had. a specific one. Uh, yeah, but we will be drinking a Porter with the Happy Van Winkle mm. Family Reserve. Maybe a coffee Porter. I mm. haven't done a coffee Porter yet. Well, that Family Reserve is new this year. So yeah, they, I haven't they, smoked they, that cigar yet. Yeah, so they made the uh They made the Happy Van Winkle. Obviously, it's a huge partnership Drew Estate's really excited about. and uh, I know uh, Jonathan Drew has... Um, been uh, in several interviews talking about that as he's gone on to start a, a secondary company of uh, John Drew um, Spirits and was able to partner with Pappy Van Winkle to make the original cigar so they came out this year with the Family Reserve version um, and then even more recently they just announced within the last I think three weeks that they are doing a, um, a Flying Pig vitola nice of that cigar as well so
0: uh, a lot of fun stuff going on with with uh, their partnerships cool and i am remiss i don't have one here but randy these are going to start uh, people are going to start getting their hands on these we've got stickers. some we've got some flavor odyssey stickers yeah from. yeah so uh we did a, a quick little run so there's not a ton of them but uh and it's it's not we're not going to sell them or anything like that it's just uh like a badge of honor, you kind of have to earn it. Yeah, and we'll I like just leave that. it. We'll just leave it vague like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the first uh, those went out in our secret Santas. Yeah, first secret, of our dojo.
0: Secret Santas went mm-hmm. out, and uh, and I think my friends giving still hasn't gone out.
1: You still haven't sent your friends giving? But I've been in I contact sent mine yesterday. I've been yeah,
0: right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're totally on top of it. I'm waiting for we uh, the brewery I work with, Laughing Monk. We just canned our first a barrel aged beer. And Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's a barrel-aged Belgian triple, and I wanted to uh, share that with my friends giving target. So he's patiently waiting for me to get my hands on those, which I will uh, on Monday. Nice. So it's, yeah. So he's he's well aware, but he's going to get some of the stickers. I know that uh, my Secret Santa, Terrence, he got some of the Terrence oh Bumgarner. Yeah. 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 He got some of those stickers as well. So you guys will see those. Will uh, some might just show up in your mailbox? Who knows? You never know. You just never know. Maybe. And on that note, we're gonna uh, I think we're gonna sign off here. Randy, you have any famous last words to uh, to share with the group? No. Perfect. Quaffing. <laughs> Quaff, quaffable? Quaffable. Quaffable. Perfect. On that note, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Another great pairing. to so check out this uh Deschutes, check out the Oscar Valadera Superfly, and thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week when the Odyssey continues.